0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. Um, welcome back to another episode. How is everyone's uh, evening going? Huh? Well, actually, how was everyone's day? Hopefully, um, you got what you wanted out of your day. You got what you needed. You did what you needed to do. And things went well, I would hope. For me, busy bouncing around like a pinball. Just all over the place, but, you know, earning an honest dollar, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, now I'm kind of having to, you know, really take care of my wife. Now she got hurt and she is now wearing a boot. I thought I'd never see the day something like that would happen. But, you know, when we take our vows, you know, through sickness and in health and, you know, we have to abide by that. So, yeah, she's resting, recouping. She's fine. Nothing's broken. Um, had a little minor incident, but nonetheless, she will recover. She's doing just fine. All right. So. <clears throat> Today I want to talk about a, a particular drink. Okay. Now, this drink, um, well, first off, uh, it started off with a conversation and um that I had with someone today. Um, I bought one of those pure leaf iced teas, and where I bought it from was $2.50. You know, when I first started drinking pure leaf teas, I remember they and they're they're fantastic. They're good, by the way. But I remember when I started drinking they were $1.79 at most places. Now, it's at 250 at this one place I go to, and I'm just like, oh no. You're better off just drinking juice from home or making your own juice or something like that. But he mentioned um one particular drink. And I know for you New Yorkers who listen to this podcast, you guys should already know what drink I am talking about. Now, this drink is literally the staple of New York City. This drink make a bacon, egg, and cheese a complete meal. Without this drink, a bacon, egg, and cheese is just what it is. And, you know, you got to have a beverage with him. So what better beverage to have than an Arizona iced tea? Yes. So it came up when I mentioned something. Remember, I said earlier, we, me and somebody else was talking about this. And I told him how much the price of the Pure Leaf Tea is. And then he mentioned Arizona iced teas. Now, Arizona iced teas um, started around 1992. Um, and somehow has always managed to stay what I like to call recession-proof. It's a recession-proof drink because despite inflation, recessions, terrorist attacks, you name it, the drink still remains at 99 cents. Meanwhile, all the other soft drinks, iced teas, and all that other stuff has been going up over the years. But Arizona iced tea stays 99 cents. But how? You understand what I'm saying? What? is the reason why they are so cheap, you know, is it something that they're putting in there or, or, or what, but the founder, the company itself stands by the 99 cent um, price tag. And you know, what's funny is I, and I know you guys might've seen this. There are stores out there that try to price gouge the Arizona iced tea, and they'll put like a $2 sticker and shit on it. Do you know, Arizona is so committed to their product and pricing that you and I, an average consumer, can go report a store to the Arizona company, Arizona Beverage Company, if they are caught selling it more than 99 cents. Yes. In fact, I've seen stores take a, a higher price tag and put it right over where it said 99 cents. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Come on now. There's no way. And I, I tell you, my first Arizona iced tea I had in the early 90s, it was the Arizona iced tea, uh, the lemon, old school OG. Arizona iced tea, um, and then over time, so many different fucking flavors came in, like the Arnold Palmer, the sweet tea, the energy drink version, uh, all that stuff. And um, yeah, it's just it's just flavorful. I, I will tell you, my favorite Arizona iced tea would have to be the the sweet tea. But you know what? I've had it was a point where I was drinking Arizona so much I had to stop because it seemed like my my chest was hurting the more I drink those things. They're not healthy, okay? But I will tell you this, those tall boys come in handy in the summertime, especially when you only got like a couple of dollars in your pocket, you know, a sweating in New York City or anywhere else. give a fucking Arizona. Boom, Good to go. But what's funny is like the ones in the bottle, the big gallon jugs, don't exactly hit like they do in the cans especially when they're cold or chill, not frozen, of course, but just enough cold to where like it will quench your thirst for a dollar. But, you know, the mystery is how can something like that stay a dollar? What is their secret? What is it that they're doing that, let's say, PepsiCo or Coca-Cola can't do? Now, obviously, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, all those other those major soft drink corporations are Multi-billion-dollar entities, whereas Arizona Ice Tea don't have that kind of market. You understand what I'm saying? That market is primarily in the U.S., but I'm not quite sure if they're in other markets. But of course, with anything, there's always a backstory. So you know, I took the time to look into uh, Forbes magazine, Forbes.com, and they found the um, the founder of Arizona Ice Tea. Um, there was an article that was written back in 2017. Um, they found this dude. He's a tall, older guy. Very tall. Um, of course, it, it says billionaires. Uh, inside Arizona Iced Tea, how Don Voltaggio, that's the founder, uh, beat Snapple and became a billionaire and nearly lost it all. Now, back in the day, too, Snapple Ice Tea was where it was. That's when, it, back in the day, it came in the glass, uh, glass um, drink bottles, which I think they were so much better when when they came in glass but you know not too long ago they switched over to plastic i guess they figure it's safer it's cheaper because you'll get one of those knucklehead kids that like touching shit and just knock over a whole six pack of snapple glass bottles and it's all over the place and yeah it just gets messy um but this guy is a genius to to, I, i no other soft drink company is doing this this man is managing to keep his drink at 99 cents since inception so I'm gonna read and then I'm gonna chime in. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna just get into the meat and potatoes. Now again, the guy named – look him up. His name is Don Voltaggio. Voltaggio. Um, and and this guy is apparently like uh, you know a legend. Now Arizona, I think they they make teas. I think they're located in Long Island. I'm not quite sure. I have to look into that. Um, so they go into his office. They said. Um, it's like Wonka's inner sanctum. What it's, uh, it just goes into a whole thing. I'm gonna just get to the meat and potatoes. Um, the guy is apparently a tall dude. Um, <laughs> he's six foot eight. Um, he said forget. It says forget pricey television spots and expensive billboards. Don Fotagios knows what it takes to stand out. Growing up in Brooklyn, he was always a head taller than his peers. Uh, size twelve shoe by age twelve. When he started brewing beer in the 1980s, he stirred up publicity with racy uh, posters and malt liquor named after the So Warrior Crazy Hort They ended up being banned by Congress following protests by Native American groups. Then he jumped into the ready-to-drink tea industry in the early 1990s. Now, his innovation was a 24-ounce tall boy can of iced tea. Dressed in flamboyant pastels and priced at just 99 cents was bigger, bolder, and better bargained than the competition. It was a hit, and he hardly spent a dollar on advertising. Uh, he said that uh, we took the market by storm like out of nowhere, the 65-year-old otaggio says. Seated among the rows of past and present Arizona cans and bottles that line his office like photographs of loved ones. Uh, it says last year, Arizona sold more than 3 billion containers of the stuff. An estimated $1.2 billion worth of lemon tea, green tea, Arnold Palmer half-half, and 85 other varieties of teas, juices, waters, and beers. That kind of scale makes Arizona the second largest ready-to-drink tea brand in America behind only Lipton. Wow. It also makes him, uh, makes Vigaggio who owns hundred percent of the company with his two sons, a billionaire worth an estimated $3 billion enough to rank at number 264 on the year's Forbes 400. Um, he says that there are only, there are one of few beverage companies that started from scratch and became a billion dollar company in the last 20 years says Michael Bellis. Uh, he's a chairman of base beverage marketing corp. He said, it's one of the great success stories. I mean, who doesn't like a great American success story, right? Um, it also says here, let's see. He uh, doesn't tell much of the origin. I'm trying to find the origin. He uh, says he always will make it big, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get into, I want to get into, like, where this this started. I don't, don't want to read this whole thing, but I want to get more into, because obviously you know that he came out with a beer called Crazy Horse. It got shut down. It just wasn't happening. Um, they found the name, um. You know, they found it offensive, especially, I guess, being that there's the stigma of Native Americans that get drunk and drink a lot. Okay, that's just also part of the reason, I'm sure. Now, this is where Arizona iced tea, it gets into the, the, again, the meat and potatoes of where Arizona iced tea started. Because I'm interested in knowing, because I love Arizona iced teas. Of course, I don't drink them as much, because like I said at one point, um, oh, excuse me, it made my chest hurt. But it says here, Arizona iced tea was born on a dreary February day in 1991. Batagio was selling Midnight Dragon to a Manhattan bodega when a Snapple truck pulled up and began unloading case after case. He says, Iced tea in the wintertime? He thought of himself, I'm going into the tea business. He and Furlito drove to a South Jersey plant to price out a 16-ounce lug cap bottle and paper label just like Snapple. On, On the way home, I'm saying to myself, why would customers buy me? They're comfortable with Snapple, he says. By the time we got off the parkway in Brooklyn, we had talked ourselves out of the tea business. So the idea spent two months on the back burner, all but dead, until the partners came across a 24-ounce can of Gatorade in a store. They recognized the the type of can Schlitz used it for tall tall boy beers from their distribution days. He said that's the product. Fatajew recalls sell it at the same price as a Snapple, 24 ounces versus 16 ounces. So I guess at the time too, a Snapple was a dollar. Now a Snapple, fuck, I think a Snapple is like damn near two dollars now. Um, they. They tend to keep their price kind of low, too, especially now since they switched over to uh, plastic bottles. Uh, But I guess now he figured, well, shit, if they can sell a a bottle of tea at 16 ounces for a dollar, we can sell it for a few more ounces and for a dollar, which is genius. Uh, He says bigger is better. He reasoned his success with malt liquor showed the bolder is better, uh, too. For that, he didn't have to look far. He already turned his house in the Rockaway section of Queens into a structure straight out of Santa Fe. White and turquoise stucco, pink polka dot snakes nailed to the garage and a garden of cacti out front, blah, 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 blah. Um, he said him and Furralito borrowed the Southwest style deciding on the name Arizona because it conjures an image of dry air and healthy living and set out um, and set out to make the packaging just as eye-catching as Watagio's home. Um, if you look at his home, while well, you can't see the picture, it kind of resembles an Arizona can. But uh that's I think that's what attracted me to the Arizona back in the day was that can. It, it was just something about the art style that was just like, oh man, just looking at it, you could taste it kind of deal. And I think that's what attracted me to the Arizona Iced tea. Um it also says in this uh wonderful story, let me get back into this. Um let's see. He said the first cans, well, it says here the first cans, lemon and raspberry teas, which for some reason, I I, I totally forgot there was a raspberry tea. I don't even know where the fuck it is. I haven't seen it in a long time. It says uh, lemon and raspberry teas with bright pink and turquoise labels rolled off the lines in May 1992. They were an overnight hit. Sales of Arizona ballooned to 18 million cases in just three years. The partners reinvested their profits and quickly added new flavors, including peach in 1994, mango in 1995, and green tea with ginseng and honey in 1996. That remains the company's most popular product by the early 2000s. Arizona was pumping out more iced tea than Snapple. In uh, 2002, um, Voltaggio struck a deal to produce the golf legend Arnold Palmer's eponymous half tea, half lemonade concoction, which is probably up there with the top five flavor Arizona's uh he expected to do it well at golf courses but it took off in convenience stores and supermarkets too it's still one of his best sellers last year Arnold saw a half billion units with Palmer's face on him which by the way they're still making Arnold Palmer's uh Arizona iced tea too it says these days new product ideas are often formed over his daily lunches with key executives and his two sons Wesley and Spencer who serves as uh CCOs and chief marketing officers respectively they offer scour Manhattan reporting Back on which drinks are taken off and which are fizzing out. It helps keep Arizona ahead of trends. Crucial when your biggest competitor are global giants like Coke and Pepsi. To counter the economies of scale, Vitaggio stays nimbler, rushing products to market in as little as 90 days compared to a year or more for his rivals. Um, he stays leaner too, apparently. says He says, we can work on a lot less because our whole structure is less. He still signs nearly every check the company writes, questioning each cost like just like he did when he was on the streets of Brooklyn struggling to get by. Helping Arizona maintain a net margin of around 15% to keep the tall boys cans um, at a famous 99-cent price. I'm again, I'm going to say that um, one more time. Um, he helps Arizona to maintain a net margin of around 15 cent, 15% to keep the cans 99 cents. He said uh, he's worked with manufacturers to thin them by 50% and has started hedging aluminum fu- uh, futures. So what he did was, you see what he did with some of the net... Um, profit margin but he also made the cans lighter so i mean there's it's no secret he's struggling with like he's getting by on it but of course there are obstacles that is going to somewhat try to push the arizona up hopefully it never happens it will be a cold day in hell the day i see a dollar 25 on an arizona can but you know what not for nothing even if it did go to up to a dollar 25 i'd still buy it because for that size and that price it's still a good fucking price because you, again, you're paying nearly two dollars for a Snapple. You're paying about two dollars for um, a pure leaf tea, and then you got um, what's that other one? The other tea, uh, Golden something, or oh, forgot. It's uh, it's one of my dad's, my father's favorite teas. I forgot what it was called. It was Golden something, I believe. I, I have to get back to that. Um, but that's what he's also doing to help maintain it. Um and also um hedging aluminum futures. So he's investing in aluminum too, which I guess sort of helped. It, um apparently says to to keep shipping costs down, he runs the lightweight trucks at night to avoid city traffic and perfected a hybrid distribution model in which Arizona delivers some goods itself while others go to distributors or even straight into warehouses of big chains like Walmart and Costco. Um he also goes to say that we do business with many of his competitors. Um, says the president of Betaway. Um which handles, I guess, ninety uh, a big portion of Arizona shipping. Um, but let me see. I'm just go into this a little more. But of course, there was a point where it all almost fell apart. I'm not going to really get into that. All too tough. But you kind of have an idea how this 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 works. Oh, it's Golden Peak, Gold Peak tea. That's the other one. There's Pure Leaf, um, and Gold Peak, and of course Arizona, and then there's Snapple. Um, but he also, it says, it mentions here that he also got into the snacking business. I, you know, I think um, there was a point where I saw Arizona snacks. I, I'm not leaning towards that. That's not really my thing, but who knows? Um, it says um, he's also steering Arizona into snack foods. The company has had a small nacho line for years and is now launching a beef jerky called Crazy Cowboy designed to boost business and convenience stores by offering something to pair with an Arizona tea uh given all the moves he's building a new plant in new jersey to set open set to open at the end of next year which it should be open by now and the real growth he hopes will happen overseas um he said that um uh, he's just scratching the surface they've been selling arizona's in canada since 1990s and began selling in mexico in 2007 next up aggressive expansion in europe which um yeah i think i i want to say there was arizona's I might have spotted some while in Italy. And they're not talking about on the military post. I'm talking about, like, outside. I may have spotted some Arizona. So maybe, um, maybe you know, and, and Europe is a very hard market to crack because Europeans are very particular about their beverages. Now, I will say this. Coke is everywhere. Pepsi is extremely hard to find in Europe for some odd reason. There's a lot of places that I went to, and I swear they, never, they have not sold Pepsis. Pepsi is hard to find or pepsi products is hard to find in italy if i wanted pepsi which i'm not a big fan of i would have to go to the on base px to go get this pepsi but other than that like find it was very rare to find a local um an establishment that had pepsi it was hard to find um let's see but yeah i mean that kind of just ran the story down i mean like the man He's always been in the business, but, you know, like any other business entrepreneur or businessman who starts out, whether it's your Bill Gates, Henry Ford or whatever, there's always an incredible story to it. And, of course, there are ups and downs. Nothing is ever perfect. Sometimes you got to fall to get back up. Products don't work. Some fail. Some don't. Um, But, yeah, that's just what this guy is. This guy is worth so much money. He he doesn't even have to do anything um, at all. Let me see. Top Arizona flavors. I'm going to look up. Um, they did a, a list here of, uh, top Arizona flavors. There's so many of them though, but, um, they do have something. I'm going to find a nice, uh, list here. Now I think some of these are also discontinued. Um, okay. Here I'm gonna find, here's one. This is actually from, uh, from this year in January, uh, a website called recipe maker who, um, has the seven best Arizona tea flavors ranked as of this year. I think I'm going to go off for this one because it is more, much more recent, um, then let's say we're going off a list of uh, some time ago, um, and again, there's a lot of flavors. I I see it's amazing, like how this company, just I don't know how they did it, man. Just yeah, they just doing an incredible job at this. Uh, so I'm gonna start off with number seven real quick because there are seven, so it should be relatively quick. Um, now this the seventh Arizona iced tea, which is one of my favorites for some reason. I don't know if it gives you real energy but it's the energy herbal tonic um arizona is the number seven right now this one i, I started drinking some time ago and i don't i wouldn't really say it's an energy drink but it does it's apparently it claims to have properties herbal properties and tonics that just i guess sort of help you but i don't know it says here um It says, before anything else, this tea-based herbal tonic might be an acquired taste, especially since it comes with a distinct medicinal taste thanks to ingredients such as ginseng and guarana. Now, I will warn you about this particular one. That that Arizona does not pair with everything. I would not recommend eating that or drinking that particular Arizona with a meal of sorts. It just, again, as you heard, it has a very medicinal taste, so it doesn't really pair with everything. If if you're going to have that one, don't eat anything with it. Just drink it. Um, It says here is made to invigorate and refresh as well as provide a burst of energy. This has a strong herbal and earthy taste that may come off as bitter. Citrus and tropical fruits such as mangoes and pears, however, give this herbal tonic drink a bit of brightness and acidity as well as a bit of sweetness that make for a tasty yet unusual drink. And again, like I said, I would not pair that with any particular meal. Just drink it by itself. Uh, The number six one they have here is, of course, my personal favorite, uh, the Southern Style Sweet Tea yes it's not too sweet either and it's not unsweetened like to a point you know it's kind of like in the middle it says fans of iced tea will certainly love arizona's tea's taste on uh southern style sweet tea as a po- it has potent notes of black tea that are sweetened accordingly, resulting in a smoother yet balanced flavor profile. Uh, the sweet tea flavor hits just right. Level of sweetness and earthiness, despite the name making a perfect addition to your daily tea drinking routine, it even evokes a st- southern charm and nostalgia. Now, I'm down here in the South, right? They a place you can go to that don't have fucking sweet tea challenge me if you find a place that don't there's the fucking asian buffets they have sweet tea of course the fast food restaurants have sweet tea the faux places have sweet tea at sweet teas everywhere so i won't say this i've had way better sweet tea than arizona iced tea uh sweet tea down here because the south is known for this shit and a lot of places make a really good sweet tea um but arizona for for New Yorkers, that's as close to southern sweet tea you got to get is in Arizona. But you come down south, you, you hit the right restaurant on a nice summer day or whatever or just in general, you'll find yourself a really good sweet tea. That's for sure. Um now moving right along number, what is it? Number 5. Now this one, I don't it's been a while since I've seen this one, the peach iced tea. Actually, no, no, I've seen it recently. I take that back. Uh this particular flavor from Arizona is perhaps one of the most delicate tasting in the bunch. As a distinct peach flavor that ben, that blends seamlessly with the tea itself. While its flavor profile errs on the more subdued side, you will surely appreciate the nectarine flavor shining through as time goes by. Yes, it, it is a very subtle, not too much in your face uh, peach flavor. Uh, definitely would recommend that particular Arizona tea. And you can find it's not discontinued, obviously, because I mean this is this is on a list that was made in January. So yeah, you can find it pretty much virtually anywhere. This one here, I have not even seen in quite some time or anywhere else yet. If you find this particular one, please email me the daily mind podcast at <laughs> excuse me at gmail.com because I have not seen this in a while. It's the iced tea with raspberry flavor okay it says switch it up with another flavor twist with arizona tea with raspberry flavor made with a strong blend of black tea you'll definitely notice hints of earthiness and bitterness shining through but the sugar tempers it back down so yeah it's kind of sweet kind of sugary if you if you need a sugar high that might be the drink that you might want to go for but i've i've not seen that drink in a while i have not seen it if you find it please let me know the third one Of course, this is the OG one. The OG one, this is the first Arizona I've ever had. It's the original. It's still on sale. It's the iced tea with lemon flavor Arizona. Um, It says, if you want to stick to the classics, the iced tea with lemon flavor from Arizona is the way to go. After all, this is a timeless option that you'll always gravitate to. The lemon flavor is definitely on the strong side, cutting through the earthy blend of tea used to create this drink. Meanwhile, the sweetness from cane sugar also balances everything together, bringing us back to our childhood days with every sip. I swear to God, I taste the 90s when I drink an Arizona lemon tea. It doesn't change. They haven't changed a thing about it. Um, Yeah, they changed the design on the can, maybe, or maybe not. But, uh, no, that was the very first Arizona I ever had was a... uh, was that one. Either I tried, I think, somewhere in Brooklyn or in Queens. Because I remember you go to the bodegas back in the day, and you'll see, like, the the Arizona posters and shit. They were everywhere. And it was at the time where they were coming up big. They were coming up quickly. I don't think they've anticipated how big this drink has become. All right, so I got two more, and then I'm wrapping it up. Uh, The next one is the Arnold Palmer's um, Arizona, the half and half, which is half iced tea, half uh, lemonade. Okay, of course, with the picture of the famous golfer Arnold Palmer on it. It says, besides the green tea with ginseng and honey option, no other drink from Arizona tea is more recognizable than its iconic Arnold Palmer. Also known as half and half iced tea and lemon drink, this brings the best of both worlds in just one beverage. Combining lemonade and iced tea, this takes the word refreshing to a whole new level. The traditional black iced tea makes for a strong, sweet, and earthy taste. I swear, this article loves using the word earthy. I, I don't think Arnold Palmer's tea is earthy. But I guess everybody's taste buds is different. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, the number one Arizona flavor according to the RecipeMaker.com site, and I might have to agree to some degree on this particular flavor because even on a a cold – I mean, I'm sorry, not a cold day. On a very hot day, this particular flavor hits so differently when it is hot as shit. If you can find the right can in the coldest of freezers – This drink here will quench your thirst two times over. And that flavor is number one flavor: green tea with ginseng and honey. Yes, the the beautiful looking green tealish can with the fucking branch and the flowers on it or leaves. Yeah, that's it. It says one of the most popular flavors from Arizona is no none other than green tea with ginseng and honey. You're greeted by a strong green tea scent coupled with the aroma of ginseng. Uh, it is punctuated with a certain sweetness thanks to the honey, making an overall smooth and refreshing flavor, while its earthy taste nicely rounds out the drink. While this is definitely one of the more in-demand offerings from Arizona, it might not be everyone's cup of tea, given the strong flavor coming from green tea and ginseng. It does, however, make, up, make for a pick-me-up when you drink it in the morning or in the middle of the day. I ha- recommend you drink this shit in the middle of the day while it's hot. Not the can hot. I'm talking about like if it's the weather's warm kind of deal, that's the t- best time you you want to you drink these teas. But, you know, again, I, I'm a big fan of fat. I want to go get an Arizona right now. I swear to God, I think I might start my day off tomorrow with an Arizona. But I need to find that raspberry one. I'm, I'm really, really, really curious about where they sell it at, how to find it. I'll make it a mission of sorts this week to see if I can find this particular tea because I'm actually quite excited about it it's got to be something good about it. Um but yeah, Arizona Iced Teas, man, OG um inflation proof, recession proof, depression proof. It's been it's been kicking since 1992. It's been 31 uh been about 30 years. Uh, no, 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 my math is kind of fuzzy. Uh 31 years roughly, about 31 years. I could be wrong. But yeah, over 30 years, okay? It this just drink has been around and has been kicking ass you know what i mean like it is the ultimate drink now yeah they come in cans they come in bottles with caps of course the bottle with cap is not as big but at least you can save the drink for later arizona without the cap the can it's just you're gonna have to just drink it all right away oh shit you could even like pour it in a glass put the rest in the fridge put some ice in it like 24 ounces is a lot for 99 cents man that's why arizona big ups Will be always the best drink and, of course, the number one preferred drink among New Yorkers who eat bacon, egg, and cheese uh, sandwiches from the local bodega, the local AC. You New Yorkers know what I'm talking about. I know I used to live out there from New York. It's been a minute. I'm about to actually go back up there pretty soon uh, on a vacay sort of deal. Um, But, yeah, just – there you go. Arizona iced tea, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking – Best drink on earth. Don't oh, hey, Snapple's okay, but it ain't ninety nine cents and it's not twenty four ounces. That's for sure. All right, so hey, thank you for listening to this podcast episode of Daily Mind. It's a very interesting one. Um, like I said, anything could be up for discussion. I might think about anything, might talk about anything. It could be the little smallest thing, and it's just gonna pop up in my head, and then boom, it's 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 a, it's a half hour of me talking about it. Okay, so hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode, and again, um, email me what's your favorite Arizona iced tea flavor. At the daily mind podcast at gmail.com. Of course, there'll be a QA, all this other stuff. Tell your friends. It's a fun show. At least I try to make it a fun show. So, yeah. All right. So, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Stay tuned for the next episode once again. And we'll do it again some other time. Have a great night. Peace out. Ciao.